Morning, Stro. You doing all right, man? I am an excellent human being this morning. I'm feeling I'm feeling the same way. I feel pretty good. I feel motivated. I feel a lot better than last week now that I'm healed yeah. up. Don't we all? That retrograde was mean last week. Mother. It was a mother. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, so kind of break down something. We so we did the Loeb woman last mm-hmm. episode. Um, I want to give a huge shout out to Super Composite, the creator of Loab Women, who actually um, checked out our post on Instagram, which is awesome. Yeah, so thank thank you for that. Um, be, I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you watched it, um, we did our best to cover it, mm-hmm. um, and you know, hopefully there'll be more things like that that we will find in artificial art that bends the mind. And I'm sure there'll be more stuff coming out with that in mind too with Loab yeah, yeah. and we have a last of yeah. her and I mean again there's the, there's the Loab daily so check out yep. Super Composite guys um, <laughs> we uh, you know big shout out to the new country listening to us we now have Hungary over in uh, Budapest which is very exciting to actually see you know that we are spreading more and more around the world and people are listening to us so thank you in budapest yes if i knew how to say it in budapest or hungarian probably hungarian i think or yeah i would say it fantastic so what's today's episode strobridge so you and i were talking about doing an 80s mashup of uh the x-men with the available actors of the time in the 1980s and um me and you were just just we can't stop we can't even stop now we kept doing it right up till the show so uh did did you want to throw in the uh, other mashups as well but just or are we just doing the 80s ones for this Oh, for this one? No, we're going to do all of them. Okay. Because I, cause I, I added in some of my modern ones as well. Okay. That's Actually, right. there was one modern one that you had that I forgot to grab that I really liked. Um, okay. Well, you can grab that, and then I'll just explain kind of what we were thinking of doing. So we were doing the 80s based on 80s actors. Um, and then for the other mashup of X-Men, there were no rules. Like, it didn't have to be actors from the 90s the 80s it was any actor that you could think of thrown into x-men so we're today's show is basically that is uh uh, we picked a decade which happened to be the 80s and we're doing actors of the 80s dressed as x-men and then no holds barred mashup where any actor of any time period can represent an x-men character absolutely and i had like a lot of good good ideas but some that didn't make the cut that I was having a hard time with. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that he was not an actor in the eighties, but mm-hmm. if we're, if we're talking about, you know, during this time, he was famous in the eighties for star Wars. I was trying to get Alec Guinness as professor Ooh. Xavier Ooh. and it wasn't, it wasn't working. It was very, very hard. I was having a hard time with that one, but that one uh, unfortunately didn't make the cut. I think that Alec Guinness would have been a perfect, when did he pass away? I'll look that up real quick. Yeah, um, I think he would have been like a perfect choice for Professor Xavier of that time. And I, I just he passed I, away in the nineties. I want to say, oh, he died in two thousand, man. So he, 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 there was 
that's an 80s i know i'll, I'll hold on to that that yeah that i mean the first star wars came out in 1977 yeah. so you know you know during that time um 1981 empire strikes back came out yeah. He and he was still he was still doing doing his work. Well, he did return the Jedi too. Yes, he did. So I mean he was still around. So yeah. my so you know he, he was prominently still an 80s actor, but unfortunately I could not I just I couldn't I couldn't get him, man. Mm-hmm. Um that that was very difficult to to get in there. That was um did you have any ones that didn't make the cut that that you were having a hard time? You were like, you know, like uh I want to say maybe one or two, but I think at the end of the day, I, I was pretty pleased with the ones I thought of. Um, I can do a quick sweep, though. I don't, I, not in my memory, I can't think of any that I was just like, no, no, that ain't going to work for me. No, nope, not at all. Um, Fantastic. Well, that's good then, you know. I, I mean, it's... It's so interesting because this was actually kind of interesting to do because we had to actually look up actors and actresses from yeah. that time and really like put together like would they would they be a good choice for this time? Like what do I remember from my childhood? Yeah. Yeah. So we're gonna start off. Um, my first one. Um, this was one of my favorites. I'm gonna start off with uh, Michael J. Fox as the Iceman. I think, uh, I think, yeah, yeah, so, you know, during his time, this was actually kind of difficult to do because I couldn't get the perfect one. Um, But I thought, I think during this time, you know, Michael J. Fox with the popularity of uh, Back to the Future, he has that, that spunky personality that would fit this character really well. And I could definitely see Michael J. Fox surfing in ice. (laughs) And that's just, that's just really the main thing about it. I the detail of this is is incredible. I have to yeah, say, um, his, his Marvel ha- uh, trading card. Yeah, his hair his hair looks fantastic. Um, it does look like a trading card or like a like Iceman number one, you know, mm-hmm. with Michael yeah. J. Fox. And they have like four or five variants of the first comic. Yeah, yeah. Um, any specific one you want me to choose of, of these from the eighties? Uh, let's just roll the dice. I'm feeling lucky. All right, so next one yours is... Ah, Demi Moore as Rogue. So I thought of her... I thought of her as the actor first, and then I was like, well, who would she be? And she's kind of played a lot of women with like a southern accent or something like Midwestern accent, you know, like where I'm at. So I thought, well, shit, she'd be a good Rogue then. So I threw her in there. She took a few tries to. Uh, I think the colors of Rogue was messing up her f- with the with her face and stuff. But um, mm. that good old remaster, boy. I think after I did the remaster, I got something closer to looking more like her. Yeah, this was cool. The color the colors match up perfectly too with the green mm-hmm. and yellow because those were those were her colors. It's even got like the gray streaks. Yeah. Which which is which is her signature, even though like the gray streak is more like it's more of a straight shot silver streak, but this one has more like the highlights. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty cool, and I think that they would have done that in the eighties. Mm-hmm. You know, that's they would they definitely would have done that. Um, okay, so this one may be kind of controversial, but funny at the same time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I think this would have been. At this time, it would have been an interesting choice, but for Magneto, I chose Mel Gibson. 
And I, I remember you saying this now too. You know what? I don't see why it's such a big deal. I do and I don't. But the picture that it's right here that looks so good that it would. It's hard to believe that it's actually fake. Yeah, it actually looks wow. like. I could only see him in the Marvel movie now. He's Magneto. He's a prick in that. No. Yeah. <laughs> you you know it's it's it just it just fits. And I really tried to get the essence of a young Mel Gibson here, but that didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't turn out so great. Well, Magneto has always kind of been in in his persona an older chap, so maybe you know. Yeah, it could it could work. Uh, I love mm. the suit though. I love the way that the suit came out. Uh, I think you know, and Mel Gibson uh, during this time in the eighties, he was he was well known. People know who the hell he was, and uh, um, I actually could see him casted as Magneto during this time. Definitely. Roll that dice. I love this got? one. What you got? Which one is it? Oh, yes. 88 miles power, Marty! So this was the very first one that I thought I thought of Christopher Lloyd. He has got to be Xavier. I don't know. Well, I know why, because of Back to the Future, and I just kind of gave you a reason why. He just, he's a scientist. He'd, he wouldn't be like any of, of the other Xavier's, he'd have he'd be more scientific behind him. He'd be more science and and stuff like that. I don't know, more radical, I guess. I like that. Like he's like a a scientific madman, like yeah. your Rick Sanchez type. Compared, like he to... wouldn't be using Cerebro so much as like the other uh, Xavier's would. He would rely more on his intelligence and of science and and um, stuff like that. And still really, using his mind. I think that is such an interesting take on Xavier I, because it's true. I mean, he, he is a lover of technology. He is a, he has a respect for it, but all we ever see him do use is the Cerebro. So I would love to see like a more expanded Xavier where he's like a scientist and more. And not necessarily going bald or a full head of hair, like in the middle. Yeah. Just like, I, and I love this too. Yeah. I love that. Because, and it's so cool because Marvel always plays around with these variations of other characters why would this not make sense? Yeah, wouldn't be any different. I love this. This that probably was my favorite. This one. one I had a lot of fun with. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. Clint Eastwood as the Wolverine. Oh yeah. This is this is the I think when we were talking about a, doing a poll online, like who probably would have made a grin. Uh, Wolverine back in the 80s. Jeez, that's there, there ain't people that would but there ain't no uh, he would put like, he's number one I would think. Like we did a oh poll my God. Like, you know, Clint Eastwood. It's so, it's so cool too. I mean, he's got, he has like that jawline. Mm. And well, he's always how, kind of been wolfish. He's always seemed kind of wolfish with his sideburns, the way he looked, and all the westerns. Uh, there's a movie with uh, Tom Cruise, Federal, and he almost kind of seems like Clint Eastwood, uh, Wolfie to me. He there's like some characters in movies, they just seem like like a predator than an actual human. They're animal like. Like I guess that's what I'm picturing. Yeah, and it's cool too because in in the 80s, Clint Eastwood would be in his 50s. So yeah. 
this would this would actually kind of work. The only thing about this is that Clint Eastwood is tall as hell. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, so that's the only. Um... They'd have to shrink him down, make everything yeah, that... else twice as big. <laughs> yeah, that's the only jackhammer about it. Um, in complete total oppositeness, mm -hmm. your Wolverine is. Jack, yes, Jack Nicholson. <clears throat> so yeah, we were both discussing our Wolverines, and I was like, I was trying to keep to the idea that he's a really short guy, and I don't know if Jack's necessarily a short guy, but he, you know, he he comes off as more stocky, uh, more stocky type back in the day, and he's like a wolfish aspect to his face. Those. The, the sideburns that were big in the 70s and 80s, and that just brings like a certain wolfish aspect to them. Yeah, and you know, before the, before we started recording, you sounded a bit indifferent about adding this one on, but I actually kind of think that this is a a perfect choice, to be honest with you. Just well, it was. I mean, just after Clint Eastwood, because I mean, like I said, if we did a poll, it'd probably be these two guys were number one and number two, for sure. And we're just not thinking about other people, but yeah, I thought if we're gonna throw anyone up there that could represent Wolverine other than who we got now, it would have had to have been Clint Eastwood. Yeah, I mean, add in a little bit of uh, one flew over the cuckoo's nest, Jack, with a little bit mm -hmm. of shine, shining Jack, and then you That's just throw shining. in a little bit, then you throw in a little bit of anger management, Jack Nicholson, and you got a perfect recipe for Wolverine. Just with him, the claws when he flexes his claws out, I could just totally see that that gnarled facial expression that he does in his movies absolutely when he gets pissed, when he gets pissed i see wolverine i love i i really i'm not i really like that choice that's a really cool choice and and at first even i at first when i first looked at it i was like you know that's a very interesting choice and i realized you know well he's he's the, pretty much the kind of the perfect height He's mm -hmm. got the hairy chest. He's got his hair is just like you said, just wolfish in features. So, well, we also thought of Danny DeVito too, though, because we were getting on the actual height of Wolverine. It would have had to have been like Danny DeVito. Oh, missed opportunity right there too. Damn it! <laughs> well, you do that as a side, <laughs> side. Uh, what do you want to say when you throw like a, a video in later on of like the actual podcast? You can have like a picture of that. Or something. Yeah. Um, this one, our next ones are going to be, I'll keep them like kind of, actually, no, I'll do this one. Uh, my favorite, this was actually my favorite one of the females. And there was, I had a couple of ideas and this one is, uh, Jessica Lang as the Phoenix. And that's crazy. Now, was this before you found her when she just passed away recently? Was this before or after? Jessica Lang is still alive. Am I thinking of Murder, She Wrote? Is that the same one I'm thinking of? Uh, no. So it's Jessica going. Lang, she was from King Kong, Tootsie. Okay. Um, Tootsie. The Postman Always, which she did with Jack Nicholson. Cape Fear. Oh, my God. Yeah, look this up. Because I'm pretty sure we're talking about the same person. I think she just passed away. Jessica Lang. Yeah, no, she's still alive. She's 73 years old. Uh, she's yeah. also um, on American Horror Story. Okay, different lady. Who just passed away that's around? Okay, never mind. I'm mixing her up. My bad, Jessica. No, you're, <laughs> you're still alive. <laughs> you're still yeah. alive. It's okay. 
please come back to American Horror Story too. By the way, um, anyways, um, we'll talk about that another. Actually, since our Halloween episode's coming up, we'll actually talk about that at the end. But yeah, um, not to get not to lose track. I chose Jessica Lang. You know, I'm more familiar with her from the American Horror Story series, and she kind of like you know you could see like a cynical side of her, which we have with the Dark Phoenix, and then we have like that sweet, bubbly, like welcoming side. And that's very welcoming and that that she could play both those roles. And if you're playing Phoenix and the X-Men, you're playing two different characters, mm-hmm. essentially. So I, I thought this was a I thought this was a, a good choice for her. You know who I mixed her up with? Angela Lansbury. That's who just passed uh, away. That's who I was thinking of. Sorry, Jessica, I confused you with Angela Lansbury. That could be a good good mistake or like an insulting one i'm sorry either way <laughs> yeah uh let's see so many is that been three each so far yep and here's the next one. Oh yeah so i hadn't done any bad guys yet and i was like well who is a common bad guy in the 80s and michael ironside i swear was in every like sci-fi movie he wasn't maybe necessarily the bad guy but he just always had this badness persona around him so i thought we gotta throw him in as magneto so he is magneto from the 80s then you know his film credits you know the next karate kid he was in nobody total recall you know so you know he was in a couple of series too on tv uh, he was in a cop show with like him and a female actress was a I can't forget what the show was called Hunter maybe or something like that. It was another '80s show. Mm, I'm not familiar with it, but we'll have to look that up. But yeah, that is um that is a good choice, Michael Ironside. Good choice. Yeah, he deserves it. <laughs> All right, and this is uh, uh this one I liked. Um, good old Miss Sister Act herself, Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> I, I chose her. I chose her as Storm. Um, I wanted to, you know, because like I said, we're saying Marvel likes to play around with different variations of characters. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that Whoopi Goldberg would have been a very fun, uh, more grounded, realistic Storm. Yeah. You know? You're, like oh. we, we Now, we have the, the constant, serious Aurora Monroe. Great. Fantastic. You know, she is storm you know she is a leader amongst the x-men but what if we get like a more grounded realistic storm in Whoopi? well like and- Whoopi from the star trek uh series when she was in that that was more of a serious more like I, now i can picture storm uh, absolutely because of star trek and she and exactly she did such a good job in star trek i mean why not give her the chance to to yeah. be storm you know um not to take away from the other actresses that have played the character or is it just, or is Halle Berry still the only actress that's played her? Uh, no, and the with the eighties ones of the X Men, there's a younger girl that played the younger version of her. I can't think of her name. Okay, yeah, yeah, you're, you're right, you're right. But yeah, Whoopi is my choice. I thought, I thought she is. I think she is a very good choice for Storm, especially for this time. Um, and I'm not even going to lie because you had such a fantastic choice as well. Well, you had your perfect, your number one was Clint Eastwood for Wolverine. And I've always thought if they had an 80s version of X-Men, Jesus Christ, Grace Storm has got to be Storm. Yeah. She's she's 
there's this edginess, sharpness to her body itself, like anything I've ever seen her in. She is oh, like a, a block of art. Yeah, it's actually good. This was actually a suggestion that was given to me too while I was working on mine, and mm-hmm. I, I ultimately went with with Whoopi, obviously. But Grace Jones was actually a second choice for me. Yeah, um, very very good choice. She would have been a fantastic, a fantastic uh, storm for this time. Even now, you can put her in there as put her in there now. As like the elder version of that would be cool. You know, kind of kind of throw in, kind of go into the future with that a little bit. You know. Yeah. The other area I, get, I thought of that was uh, she was in uh, Conan the Barbarian, or yeah, the, no Conan the Destroyer. My bad. Yeah. So. That was a good idea from it. Yeah. Don't so you? now. Yeah. So <clears throat> this, we got the Roadhouse himself, as Cyclops. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. This one, this was like this one looks very like epic and legendary and like myth-like to me. It's like out of a comic. Yeah, the visor looks great, and you know, it just really has that that Patrick Swayze chin. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. I had I have a lot of different choices. I mean, my modern choice right now for Cyclops is um, Zach Efron. I think he's the perfect choice. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think Zach, Zach Efron is the perfect choice for Cyclops right now. But we're talking about the 1980s, and for me, it would be Patrick Swayze. You know, he's got the chops, man. He's got the chops. I love it. You know, Um, and then your last one for the 80s before we get into the free for alls. Our boy. So, okay. Uh, I like this and then I don't agree with it. I never say I don't like it. I just don't agree with certain aspects of it. It made him look a little older than I would have had him, you know, portrayed as Cyclops from the 80s. But I like this concept of him having some kind of uh, a visor, not necessarily covering his eyes, maybe um, some kind of some glasses that he has that uh, they're not necessarily <clears throat> just to keep the, the ruby rays out of hurting other people. It's also to like... Uh, how you know how bumblebees are black and yellow and that's to deter people like danger these glasses would kind of do that to people like they would just like be a warning don't mess with me kind of thing because it gives like a double vision when people look directly at him that was a concept i had uh but yes i thought god mark hamill was if not one of the 80s actors of the time he's i gotta throw him in there i i you know, I love the visor. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got like this like champion's helmet vibe to it. Um, I feel like in the 80s, they would do something ridiculous like this. Mm-hmm. You know? And it was difficult uh, getting to Mark to look like Mark, so I had to remaster this. A couple. I, actually, you asked me if I had some difficulty. Mark was probably the difficult one to get. Yeah, and this is this, but it looks fun though. You know, um, I think he would be, an, I think he'd be an excellent Cyclops, to be honest with you, because you know Cyclops is a leader. Mark Hamill was a, by around this time was already cho- was already used to being a lead. Kind of reserved too, like they they're not cocky about it. They're just you know I don't know, good old boys, I guess. The, uh, Cyclops, as far as I've always seen him in comics or whatever, is kind of seen as a good boy. You know. Yeah. 
the the, the and so is Mark Joker, but yeah, yeah, and you know he's actually Mark Hamill. He we love we love him on the artificial mind. I think that I think that's safe to say. I think we've talked about Mark Campbell mm-hmm. so much on this show. Um, I would love to pick his brain have eventually. We? Good lord! I would love to pick his brain. Well, now he's going to have to eventually get a hold of this. Like well, he's going to have a, to. A, a voiceover. With I want to. I want to know what's in his artificial mind. You know, I want to know what what what's what's in there. You know, I I want to know his nightmares. His you know what what's going on what, what's in the mind of mark hamill you know or what what's what's on your mind you know you guys have you guys are digging into our minds what's on yours you know, so now um we're going into the free right. for right now um i'm gonna i'm gonna do yours first and then we'll do mine and then okay. like let, I, it's, it's incredible the, this I, was i'm gonna the go no hold hard, no rules yeah yeah, I'm going to go in order here. So this one, I really love this one. Oh, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so there are no rules here. Okay, you can think of anyone you basically want as an X-Men. So I thought, again, by height <clears throat> and just a prowess jawline, again, sideburns. This is um, Wolfgang Van as Wolverine. And I didn't I really it. get a good like like a uh, mid mid portrait of him, but I just thought you know his his face would be enough to like make you believe it. Yeah, just to get that, just to get the the vibe of what's going on. And he's he's a stocky boy, and he would I think the fact that he would play guitar is like us. I could it would be awesome to see wolverine learning how to play guitar or playing guitar because he'd be confident enough but just like every now and then screwing up another guitar this and like you'd true. see like marks on other ones where he just got into it so much that like his <laughs> clock came out at the wrong time of a solo and yeah yeah, yeah. It, it, it's cool you know uh you know if we really think about it it's not it's not unheard of for musicians to take on acting roles you no. know the lady gaga famously has done it um David Bowie, um, Gavin Rosdale from Bush, who famously right. pl- played Balthazar in um, Constantine. Yep. A, a lot of a lot of musicians do get into this, get into the acting world. And Tom Petty, Waterworld. <laughs> oh, that's true. You know, and you know, I just thought of that. I'm like, yeah, that's right. You, were... you know, there, huh? there's a lot of musicians. I dive into this world. I mean, acting is fun. You know, I I'm I myself I play in RP servers. Um, and the whole energy of being in the role of someone else and building a character is fun. So it's got to be fun for these guys to, and it would be cool to kind of know to see that process of musician to actor too. Mm-hmm. Um, you had a great choice for Wolverine. Um, my other choice here for Wolverine is our boy Daniel Radcliffe. Um, oh, a lot yeah. of people, a lot of people have said I am crazy for even thinking this. I, I, um, I think he's perfect. He is the perfect height. Uh, if you've seen him in movies like Horns, you can see, yeah, that he he's has versatile. the act. Yeah, he has the acting chops, and he has the muscular frame. Frame for, he can build the muscular frame for it. Um, he's a fantastic actor. He he's very versatile. I mean, he he's going to be broad- weird. Al for Christ's sake! I mean, come on. 
that that ain't no easy feat. You can you picture a lot of people being weird Al? I can't. No, I can't either. So this is I think this I think he's a perfect choice. He's a perfect yeah. choice. I dig the jacket. Oh, the jacket's nice too. I really wanted him to have like a, a wife beater shirt. <laughs> you know, but it like it didn't it didn't work. It, you know, but he came out with like a really like look at the shirt he, he has on. Oh, he's got a dressy. I'm going out for a drink after this. So okay. Casual. Yeah. Yeah, but the jack I love how the jacket has like the claws on it. Yeah. The Very classic um, yellow. Yep. Um what do we got here? Oh, we got the homie. I like this. Which homie we got here? Every time I hear homie, I think of our Sneal Hall. <laughs> okay. Guy pierced, right? Yeah, this is yep. foot. So yeah, no no rules whatsoever. Anybody can be as long as they're an actor. I, I chose Guy Pierce because again, he's more of a subdued actor. Like I when I think of him as like good guys, he's he's a smart ass, but his energy is like so low about it, like you know, he's not even gonna give you the time and energy. He's just he'll say something sarcastic and I think of lockout. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. I, I like his visor. And then him as, or, uh, as Cyclops. Yeah, his If his, you would have put a visor on him the lockout movie, he would have been Cyclops. <laughs> Agree. I, I Guy Pierce is fantastic too. He's fantastic. I, we you know the actors, I you know, I have to say the both of us have chose some really choice actors and actresses to for these roles. I I'm truly I appreciate really cool your knowledge of Yeah, oh, I appreciate yours as well. You know, um, we have a wide, we, we've actually both chosen a wide variety of different people who would be interesting choices. And I hope that if there's like any casting directors who are listening to this or anything like that, um, don't hire us, please don't. But because um, I, I like, I like being a podcaster, but um, it would be cool, you know, because you, it's not far from the yeah. truth where you hear that. Uh, these companies they listen to the fans and we are fans nonetheless at the end of the day we are still they need fans. to start and, hearing us more you know um i i just want to see it um, i'm going to do another one of yours i i have not seen prey yet but i thought this was a very interesting choice that you made oh yeah are you apprehensive about seeing that or no not at all time? Yeah, it's just I just haven't had time to watch it yet. Okay, it's it's. I think it's gonna bring the it's brought the franchise back. So, uh, what was her name? Whiten, I forget at the moment. I have to pull her back up. X Men, X Men, X Men. Do you know right offhand? Does it say? Oh, uh, Mystique. From, hold on. Oh, yeah, Amber Mid Thunder. Okay. Yep. So she was the. She was a good girl, or good girl. <laughs> she was the, the hero in the new uh, Prey movie, and uh, I thought she deserved to be uh, in the new X-Men, so she would be ama amazing as Mystique. Very interesting. I like this choice. Um, I like that. I like the choice. I mean, I'm not familiar with her work, but I, I am in open... I, 
yeah yeah i am interested in opening the door for other actors to try these roles especially with the x-men coming into the mcu mm-hmm. you know it's really well, that's cool. like both game come in i mean actors yeah. musicians yeah and it's cool yeah, that we you chose yeah, it's cool you chose Mystique because we haven't spoken about Mystique, such a prominent character in the X Men. We don't universe. have a lot of villains in this. No, we don't. You know, I chose. You know, I have Magneto. I mean, I guess Wolverine's an anti-hero. Phoenix, you know, she goes to the dark side yeah. a bit. We both went for Magneto, which is funny because it's just like your, the first one you think of in X Men. But he was an X Men as well, and she's also. And she's also the daughter of Magneto. That's right. You know, the daughter of Magneto. Um, what, what's next for me? Okay. Um, so I love this choice for Professor Xavier, uh, John Carlos Esposito. And, um, you know. I, I think he has he he has dived in many different roles in in pop culture like Star Wars, Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he done recent interviews awesome. that he he's done recent interviews that he is coming to the MCU, but to what capacity? Um, I he he is a choice one of my choices that I would have for Professor Xavier. Another one I would have is Mads Mikkelsen. I also would like um, the actor. You would have made who, a good king. Yeah, I also would have liked to see the actor who plays. Um, oh, what's his name? I can't think of him off the top of my head. Uh, Voldemort. He plays Voldemort in Harry Potter. Um, Ralph okay, Fiennes. Ralph Fiennes. Yeah. I would love to see Ralph Fiennes as Xavier as well, but I think uh, John Carlos. Yeah. Uh, I probably actually should have made that one, but I really like Giancarlo Esposito, as you'll see again soon. I think he would have done a good job. I think he would have done a great job. You want Xavier now? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're doing a different one. Kind of a shuffle. Yep, you're Xavier. All right. Nope, don't see it. Oh, can you... online thing. Well, I can describe it at least. On here. Yep. So, uh, I kept thinking of, of great actors and stuff like being a savior and Breaking Bad. I couldn't think of the guy's name, so I had to keep looking up. I'm like, Brian Cranston. Oh my God. He would have made an awesome professor, uh, Professor X. Oh, yeah. Uh, so intimidating. Honest, yeah, mathematical, no pun intended. Mm-hmm. I wonder mm-hmm. what's with the fall leaves. I don't know either. It's just it's fall and it's it's beginning of a new season, and he's the uh, the the dean of the university. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're so it's the next one that's going to uh, the next one that's going to be coming up, I'm going to be doing yours again. Uh, you had more than me, and this is this is actually very exciting. Uh, this one is Austin Butler as Gambit. Yeah. So, I, I I've watched uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood a lot. I, I, a lot of people don't think that's one of his uh, Tarantino's best, and I think it is. Yeah, I'd put it up there as one of his best three. 
But anyways, he plays Tex in that movie. And the, that character made me think of, like, he'd be a good Louisiana, like, Cajun character. Mm. And he kind of looked like already with the mustache and, you know, just the, the, the ruggedness. Yeah, it definitely got the cut. The the hair looks great. He definitely got the colors right. He's got like you could tell that he's wearing like a long jacket or trench coat too. Mm -hmm. I I love it. Had a little more trouble with him. Like he was another one like Mark Hamill that was hard to do at first. Interesting. Okay. Or he masters later fixed the problem or got close to it. Nice. So my uh, my last one is once again. Giancarlo Esposito. <laughs> <laughs> um, I chose him this time as Magneto. Um, yeah. I chose him as Magneto because we there there has been a fantastic new habit of of again Marvel recreating these characters um, and other movies and books and other works of literature changing characters to different races, different um, nationalities, different cultures, and different lifestyles. And I thought this would be a perfect opportunity to have a different story about Magneto. Um, we know the, the original history of Magneto uh, being Jewish during World War II and having yeah. his family taken away from him and all this. But why don't we kind of change it up a little bit? And let's bring it up to like the 60s where it was more of the black rights. And he was, you know, he was involved that way. He was beaten down. Exactly. Like when Nazis beat down, you know, Magneto in the forties, he was beaten down by the 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 you know you know the civil right. We you know this would be like a civil rights work. type movie, and work. I and I think that Giancarlo Esposito would be able to bring in that emotion to the character. He's got mm -hmm. that he's got that perfect voice that that is uh, conv conv convincingly beautiful yet demonic. Rationalize you into believing something and go with it exactly and i mean he he does such a good job as grand moff tarkin in star wars yeah, he, he i have i have no issues with him being magneto and i really hope that no one else does too because i could see that as a controversial take but these are these are stories that need to be told it's and and they could be told like because remember back in the 60s and the 70s and when when the comics were at its peak these stories were told in politically charged mm -hmm. um, right. contrasts. So why can't why can't we do that in a movie and change up a couple characters here now? Well, and then? Things goes in cycles, and maybe we'll start doing that again. We'll start going by the you know the philosophy of the '60s with comic books, like yep. how Stanley started out with stuff. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm sure it'll come back. It's coming back. Yeah. Now. Um, this one is actually, I love this one. You're, this is actually the last one that we have. Okay. I love this one. And I think this is a perfect choice. And I think this is probably one of the th two that I would, probably the two that I would have chosen. Uh, you chose Bishop. In a poll. Yeah, Jason, oh, Jason, Mom Bishop. Jason Momoa. So, yeah, I was like. You know, we were just talking about diversity and stuff. And it's funny we just brought that because I kind of segue into this without me realizing it. But, yeah, I was like, uh, I'd love to see a, a Hawaiian guy. And I don't know too many acting Hawaiian actors other than Jason. So uh, he got it. But regardless of that, he would be an awesome bishop. He's Absolutely. just a big dude and uh, 
uh, is Bishop what was his Bishop nationality in the comics? Do you remember? He, I, I think he was. I think, I'm pretty sure know. he was I just, African. I, he was from the um, future. I, I'll tell you okay, right that's now. That's what I thought too. So and I Bishop mean, was, Bishop, Bishop was, Bishop was, change was, up. Yeah, but, uh, he he is he is Latin. He has of Latin origins, uh, stemming from the Greek yeah. word episcopus, which means overseer. The word Eng old English word biscop, meaning bishop, is a der der derivation from episcopus. So he um, he's Latin. He's of Latin descent. Um, in the movie, okay. he is played by Omar Sy, and they uh, you know he they went with a uh, with an African actor and he still looks like the character from the comics you know and mm -hmm. again why can't we why can't we change it up a bit if it doesn't yeah. hurt the story what's the big deal like if it might actually help a story sometimes because they'll bring it to modern times and tastes exactly like like your concept I, of the 60s magneto as opposed to the world war ii that that idea right there would that would work it would totally work in a storyline today yeah i mean i would love to see other actors portray these major characters like i would like to see michael b jordan maybe be cyclops Ooh. or <laughs> yeah. yeah you know what i mean like michael b jordan would be a such a sound choice for cyclops because he just has that leadership role or um or hey let's um Let's, or Michael uh, let, 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 Jordan, the basketball player, be. We could do that too, you I'm know. Of dudes. <laughs> Hell, I you know, can. So, you know, there's a there's a lot of different there's a lot of different. No ideas. face on me. Yeah, there's a lot of different ideas. I mean, look at Batman. Um, they they've made different iterations of Batman. They've made different iterations, different oh cultures God. in the Green Lanterns. I yeah, mm -hmm. I mean. I mean, oh, the D a DC Universe episode is coming soon too, uh, you know. And man, this was so this was so interesting to to dive into because I this I'm, was I mean, a door not, opening, floodgate opening. Yeah, you know, like I would love to see these acts. I mean, I would love to go back in time and tell these executives, like, hey, this is this is what you need to do. You know what I mean? Well, they but, can do those videos nowadays. I think they can do like little 15 second snippets, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And man, so what are we doing for our next episode? We're doing mashups in Halloween. We're going to do a double uh, well, this week. I was going to say, we got seven days exactly till Halloween. So if we're going to do a Halloween, we got it's got to be the next one or the, within the next two if we do another two. Yeah, we're, yeah, we could do it. You know, we'll do a double header. You know? Why you know, not? You know, not? I've never been to a baseball game. Oh, well, I'm, well, we're not going to any anytime soon because the Yankees lost. So, uh, but, uh, <laughs> you know, but. Who'd they play? Uh, the Astros. Yeah, lost. it was wow. it, it was that. Yeah, we got swept. We got swept. Uh, but yeah, no guys, this was this was a very interesting episode to do. This was very fun to do to dive into what some mm -hmm. of our favorite actors would be if the X Men had come out in the eighties. I yeah, I thank you. I mean, you have such a wide you have such a wide variety of. This was this was fun. 
this was fun. Um, once again, guys, thank you so much awesome. for coming. This is episode seven. Make sure to never miss an episode. Follow, like, and share. Tell your friends today. Um, listen to us. Subscribe to us. Check us out at www.linktree.com slash the artificial mind podcast. Uh, you have anything else to say before we log out? What was uh, that? This was fun as always. I am looking forward to doing a Halloween episode for sure. Me too. Are we doing like a or free show Halloween? Um, I don't see why not. Well, yeah, that's that's the other thing. We're going to just have no rules as long as it's a Halloween-oriented thing. It shall be. Fantastic. It's going to have to be more than four pictures, though, for sure. If, do we want to do an hour sh- uh, or close to an hour? Because we got a 45 show going on right now. So yeah, I know. It's uh, hey, hey well, it's whatever the people want. <laughs> true, too. So, guys, we around like the world, yeah, please, and please, uh, do the polls, uh, leave us a voicemail on Anchor, tell us what you think of the show, uh, check us out on Instagram, and just have a good time, guys. We love you, and see you next time. Artificial Mind is an original podcast created by Jonathan Sanchez and Jeremy Strobridge. If you are enjoying this production, Please follow us so you don't miss an episode. You can find all our links at www.linktree.com/theartificialmindpodcast. So long and farewell.